0: Hi everyone. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Uh, almost starts to feel like a family reuni- reunion. <laughs> now. Uh-huh. So many uh, familiar faces. seems like we've uh, been hanging together for, uh, regularly for a couple of years now or so. And welcome to people who are just uh, joining us, who are, are coming back. Um, uh, So we have an hour and a half, more or less, to practice meditation together and to consider the Buddhist teachings. Um, Today you might notice one little difference. There might be several, but there's one little difference that uh, uh, is there. I I brought this um, uh, candle, if that's the word for it, this candle. And you might have a hint on what this is... uh, representing Monday uh, evening I went to um, Vigil at uh, Metro Park um, to um, you know as an expression of support and uh, concern or disconcern, whatever the word is there for um, uh, the the massacre the terrorist uh, attack that happened uh, Tuesday evening in uh, Quebec City and uh, so we had these uh, candles with us and uh, I I thought that uh, this week I would uh, bring the candle to the different classes I was teaching. It seemed uh, fitting to do this. Uh, especially that um, this... Uh, this attentat, uh, the word comes in French, this... Uh, this very violent act um, happened in a a space like this one Uh, there was people were uh, gathered for uh, for a moment of um, for a moment of what to pause to pause from the busyness of the day to uh, take a moment to uh, (coughs) um, attend take care of something else than the list of things to do and uh, what to acquire and to, uh, yeah, not, not in the doing so much and uh, making or having. It was more in the being, an exploration of uh, being and honoring beautiful values. And, uh, yeah, so it's particularly touching and troubling. Uh, and makes, uh, certainly makes me feel uh, closer to these human beings, the fact that they were in a place where I spent a lot of time, you know, quiet spaces, uh, quiet gatherings, of, uh, where there's a lot of caring, uh, and a lot of heart, and a lot of sincerity, I believe. And... Uh, few months ago I had the chance to, um, to um, travel in uh, Egypt <coughs> and uh, several times when I was uh, traveling I saw <coughs> human beings stopping for uh, prayers and uh, oh. a number of times it was uh, particularly touching to notice the the beautiful, the beauty on the faces of uh, people praying, the quietness, the gatheredness, it's, and I could um, recognize my own practice uh, sometimes. And it was very touching to see the, you know, the visual of a, a body that is uh, either standing or uh, uh, kneeling, and that is uh, where there's a sense of presence. It made me think a lot of our practice of mindfulness uh, and practice of meditation uh, and both uh, in this tradition we teach uh, mindfulness in a formal setting you know so like we're doing today but also mindfulness in uh, integrated in life you know how we can bring this particular kind of attention uh, particular kind of care uh, in daily activities and uh, there was one moment that I um, I, um, I, actually didn't even... Um, I was too shy or respectful or something like this to take a picture, but there was a moment that I, I thought was really uh, uh, stunning for me. It was uh, I had the chance to be on a little boat uh, on the Nile, and the engine broke, and... Uh, there was three men who were working at fixing the engine they actually took the engine out of the bottom of the boat put it uh, in a little space kind of like here and they were working on it and uh, they were dirty from the you know from trying to fix and, and working on the, uh, the engine and at some point it was prayer time i guess one of the men just uh, found enough space to do his prayers, but it was really like the boat was exactly like this little corner, the boat was there, the engine was there, and there was the mast at the front there (coughs) it actually looked like this, and he had just a little space between the two men working and the engine and he just stopped and I I, I don't remember the actual (coughs) gesture and mudras we would say in this tradition but but there was he just stopped and the guys continued to work, and they really... It was a beautiful dance of... Uh, I thought it was so well-integrated. The, the, the care, the stopping to honor something. And, uh, and the whole thing lasted just a few minutes, and then you went back to work, and there was nothing about it. It was totally integrated. It was actually very really beautiful to, um, to see. Uh, and so... Um, yeah I feel a lot of um, uh, connection uh, with uh, that kind of practice and also for a few years I've been uh, when I co-lead the retreats le- teach with another teacher I often teach with uh, Anushka Fernando Pule Anushka is uh, American American-born, American born uh, American from a family comes from uh, Sri Lanka um christian family from sri lanka she, she teaches buddhism and often at the end of the retreats she say to people we should look up to uh, people uh, practicing islam uh, this st- five times a day they actually stop and uh, whatever they do they actually stop and take a moment to uh, practice and if we uh, with our mindfulness practice we would actually be inspired uh, this kind of practice and five times a day do you, do you do that five times a day where you actually stop and uh, and do your practice what makes sense to you what, what is something that connects you to something deeper than uh, the daily concerns and uh, yeah so that uh, you know I think maybe a pharmacist or a university teacher or a an accountant or an IT person uh, would be uh, like we are, you know, we have different roles in society, these, these uh, men uh, had roles, uh, family members and uh, uncles and sons, and you know, and they were gathered in a place to practice like we are now. And and then this happened this this is so mind-boggling to me it points to um, it seems to invite me to do this work of mindfulness of being very really attentive to what my mind says what stories my mind creates how it creates an enemy where there is absolutely none you know where there is absolutely no enemy uh, the mind has this power to create uh, uh threat in uh, you know to see as a threat uh, university teacher who teaches uh, agronomy or something like this you know uh, and so um, I've seen this being done many times it always seems uh, absolutely right uh, wise appropriate, Take a moment and name the people who have uh, been uh, 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 killed and uh, whose life has ended, uh, has been ended. And so there was, uh, in that room that night, like there could have been in a room like this, like here, there was Azeddin Sufyan, 57 years old, Abdelkrim Krim. Assane, forty-one years old; Khaled Belkassimi, sixty years old; Aboubakar Tabti, forty-four years old; and Mamadou Tanou Barry, forty-two years old, and his brother Abrahima Bari, thirty-nine years old. So, just this, this—this is just a few hours ago, a, few, a couple of days ago. In mindfulness practice, um, we are invited to, uh, to notice what's happening, to actually s- slow down and take in. You know. What I like about this uh, practice it is uh, the non-judgmental aspect of it and the non-coercive uh, aspect of it, where we're not instructed to feel something particular we're invited just to notice what's there, to actually, uh, yeah, witness, uh, be there. So it means that for us here, like many individuals, there might be many uh, ways that we are alive in our hearts right now, you know. We could be uh, touched, concerned, uh, sad, deep, deeply sad. Uh, there could be anger, there could be quietness in the heart. There could even be joy, or spaciousness, calm. There could be numbness. There could be frustration. In this practice, we do not impose any feeling. So as I talk about this, I'm not trying to uh, impose any feeling. I'm just talking about something that did happen, so I'm naming it. And then our practice is to notice, is it alive in the heart right now? And in the practice that will follow, uh, we'll probably notice this change in some ways, that uh, the anger will uh, make space for sadness, or that uh, intensity that you feel might totally be uh, gone in a few minutes, and you'll be in boredom or in quietness, or busy thinking about a personal project, or rehashing something that has nothing to do with the events that I've been talking about. That's the nature of the mind, of the human heart. It moves. And it might also be that uh, this stays with you for a while, but still if it stays with you for the whole duration of the sit and beyond, maybe it's been with you for days now, and it might still be. Even in, uh, in, uh, in that, there would be fluctuations, movements. And the practice of mindfulness is to discover how we can be there, and allow these feelings, whatever they are, the uh, you know the, the the disconnection or the strong feeling or the quietness or the whatever is there, to actually be there, be felt, and that's the way to. Uh, these two words, I don't know how to translate them in English, maybe it's extremely easy uh, but I, I like to talk in French about this practice as sensibilisation conscientisation that's words that uh, are used often in uh, kind of government language we want to uh, conscientiser the population around you know, make people conscious aware So, uh, raising awareness maybe yeah. So that's what we're doing here. We're raising awareness about what it is to be a human being. And uh, yeah, maybe the last thing I'll say before we actually sit in silence is that what I've noticed in me and in other practicing is that uh, through this practice we are invited to really touch on our humanity, the one that is alive here now, touch on the humanity, the sensitivity, the sensibility, of hearing of having a heart that is sometimes closed light heavy broken you know being touched by uh, the body that is often uh, sometimes maybe uh, comfortable often this comfortable in this ease you know and uh, so come really close to the uh, human nature and then find out how to hold that, how to be with that, whatever is happening in the heart, in the body, etc. And as we do that, what I've noticed in me and other practitioners is that it becomes kind of uh, unavoidable, impossible to avoid our humanity, to be touched. It's like the door opening to compassion, care, and Benevolence and joy for human beings, and in uh, becoming really aware that we're human beings, we also become aware that others are, and it becomes impossible to not notice, not become really aware of others, not being concerned for them, not being uh, aware of their also their sensitivity, how human beings desire happiness, and how they are fragile, and now they are linked to other beings, and now they can easily be hurt. So that's the kind of direction of this practice. We become, we raise awareness to our common shared humanity, and we break down our ideas about ourselves and our ideas about others. And so let's see if we can uh, practice this in a very um, Mm -hmm. very non-demanding way, you know, we are really intending to be here be present, bring a generous attention to each moment of the meditation but we're not trying to uh, solve everything, become wise and enlightened and fully awake and clarify everything in the heart, it's not what we're doing, this is very progressive, but Progressive, like mm-hmm. yeah, uh, maybe progressive in many ways. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, uh, developmental mm-hmm. practice. It's, uh, it's actually a very slow practice. I feel like I'm going to be popular when I say that. It's an extremely slow practice, but often very slow progress. It's very costly, not financially, it's costly in terms of uh, time that is ne- it requires. It's extremely costly and it's extremely powerful over time. But there's no quick fix. So we're going to humbly practice and having a frame of mind of more decades of practice. And so thank you for allowing me to, to to speak about what I'm speaking about and to speak it in this way, this very human away from my little location, from my little sensibility, etc. So, um, maybe I've been talking for a number of minutes, maybe you need to move a little bit before you find your posture, maybe you're already in your uh, your meditation posture, and there's much space here, so one could be laying down, one could be uh, standing up, another... Uh, sitting on a chair or cushion. We all know that we're all practicing being awake. That's what we have in common, whatever the uh, posture we're in. So if you lie down, just because the chances of falling asleep are a little bit higher, I believe, uh, you might decide to keep your eyes open or your, elbow, um, your elbows uh, bent and you're hands pointing towards the sky so if you fall asleep it might be an indication we're not stuck in the posture we can move but we like to be able to choose uh, stillness of the body so that the mind the heart the whole system can also become more still and receptive. And we'll sit for like 20 minutes or so. So the practice, some instructions as we go along here, the practice is a practice of presence in this tradition. So we're not taking off, we're not lost, we're not gone, we're actually here, maybe firstly in this body, noticing that there is a body, it's been there all day, but we might not have been conscious of it, so we're raising awareness. I'm aware that there is a body alive sitting here, laying here. It's alive with sensations of touch with the points of contact with the floor or chair or cushion. It's alive with sensations of breathing. You don't have to control the breath. Some breaths, some in-breath will be maybe deeper than others, just naturally. The breathing might be a little shallow or deep, or it might be controlled or fluid. We just notice that the body's breathing. Bodies also uh, will notice this at some point. It's sensitive to sounds and vibrations. There is a audition, hearing happening, and we can become fully conscious of that. That phenomena of hearing. If it feels rich or alive in some way, we can just stay with the mindfulness of hearing. Aware of that particular type of sensitivity. particular way that we are impacted, touched by the world, by life. or we can become aware of the sensitivity of the body through touch, how alive this body is, this body that I have an image of in my mind. But that can be experienced here now in a very different way. Experiences of expansions and contractions, of tingling, maybe of heat or cold. Experiences of tensions or hardness or softness. Even experiences, maybe, of space. Maybe we can let go of the idea of hands and discover what is. What is the experience of hands and the experiences of belly besides the image of it? Between hearing attention to the body, we discover a great field of dynamism, a very dynamic field, alive, And there's something else also happening. We might notice it at some point, maybe not. But there's inner life. We can become conscious, aware of that inner life, become conscious of uh, awareness itself, attention. What it is like to be attentive. might get to experience uh, absent-mindedness and mindfulness. You might get lost, lost in thoughts. And suddenly remember, here, now. And feel how the inner life changes from being lost in thoughts to awake, here, now. we might become aware of the texture of irritation or the texture of calm the texture of kindness in the heart or the texture of hardness harshness depending on what's there no judgments just allow ourselves to feel the mood the state of mind we're in, become aware of it. It might be very neutral, nothing standing out. Maybe that's how it is right now. See what lets itself be known. Is it the mood that is predominant or is it the hearing or the sensations of the body? You don't have to know everything, not at all. Just create some intimacy, Some let yourself really experience something that is happening now. Mood, breathing, touch, just one thing fully We're not thinking about stuff, we're not fixing anything, we're not looking for solutions. We're just feeling, it's a particular art. We're noticing, we're experiencing life now, here, in this body, in this heart, however it is. Not so interested in the content of our thoughts in the practice here. If thinking is happening, we want to be conscious that thinking is happening. It's a very different relationship to thoughts in meditation. If thinking is happening, can you be aware that words are being said or heard or images are appearing? Don't be to be, we don't want to be entranced, infused with them, follow them, be lost in them. We want to be awake, thinking is happening. or Maybe there is no thoughts, just presence in you. The case, become aware of this. It's silent in there, it's listening, it's feeling. we see in this practice, if we can let what is happening, if we can let it happen, whatever it is, sometimes it's agreeable, what's happening in the body, or in the environment, or in the heart. Can we know it fully? Sometimes it's disagreeable. We see if we can allow that to be experienced also fully, calmly, with balance some curiosity sometimes what is happening is neither fun or pleasant nor unpleasant it's neutral and we see if even in that case we can allow what is there to be known even without a pleasurable aspect or an unpleasurable aspect So for just a few more seconds here meeting life discovering life in the form that it's uh, taken.